0: Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on
1: ESPN Central Texas. On is Mosley, Matt Mosley, ESPN Central Texas. Matt Lively, one of our own. He's out there in the Bay, CBS Sports, Bay Area, anchor and reporter. And uh, Matt, I mean, you just land out there and you just get to cover all this, you know, NFC title games every year. I mean, you never know. You may be headed to cover the Super Bowl in Vegas. This is heady stuff. This is heady stuff. Uh, Welcome back to the show. Hope uh, hope you're doing well today.
0: Thanks, Mosley. It's, you know, this is like the highlight of my year coming on the Mosley show. I do want to say, when I got to Waco, Baylor won a national championship within three months. And then they won the Sugar Bowl and the Big 12 championship, you know, six, seven months later. So I don't want to say it's me. But I'm getting to these towns, and you know, success. So we don't have to talk about the Warriors and Giants, but the Niners, I think, I'm brushing off on.
1: Yeah, because the Niners have never had any success before you arrived. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about their history, but I don't know if have they won a Super Bowl before. <laughs> they were, they've been okay. They've been okay over the years, but uh, I'm yeah. sure your presence out there. By the way, can you come back to Baylor? We've we're kind of we've fallen on some hard times without you Oh and, uh, everybody seems like they're doing uh, fine so you know I I hear okay. football is in
0: the best shape it's ever been
1: mhm yeah things Hey are... what's
0: up with that camera angle at the new basketball arena I feel oh, like thanks. I'm in a good year blimp
1: Yeah thanks I'm sure Baylor appreciates you bringing bringing that up with me it's uh it'll be seen about I I think where the camera needs to be is like right in the middle of of this nice kind of uh, area where people have paid a lot to be in okay Mm. and Mm. i i would not say i would say it was just it was a little bit of a what you'd call a design flaw all right now there's again you need to come see this place because it's great it's great it really is neat but they need to i'm jealous when i see it but it's a neat place and it'll kind of remind you of some of those smaller midwest type filled houses and uh it's a it's a cool place you know it's funny the land where you come from Arizona State Arizona I feel like when I was a kid that was one of the first areas out there where they started doing those bigger gymnasiums you know it was still in the northeast and the midwest where you can find some of the smaller but boy I'm trying to think, like, where did Ludo Olsen – is that McHale Center? What is that called? Like, I just remember as a, those were big. Where, what was Arizona State's place like? Probably pretty – holds quite a few people. Are we talking oh, like – Oh, yeah. Okay, it's, so that is massive. massive. and they,
0: they probably fill a third of it. It doesn't make any sense. It never made mm. sense with the Farrell Center either. So, I think, you know, Foster Pavilion obviously was the right move. I'm just saying, I just – I've never felt like I needed glasses before, and now I'm squinting to see if that's Nicky Collin or Kim Mulkey on the sideline. I just – I can't tell.
1: All right, you've already had two comments that we need to strike. Okay, you make <laughs> things comments like that, make people uncomfortable. Uh yeah, the the Baylor women were they room up they moved up there like fourth in the country. I'm sure you saw that and then they've kind of come do crashing down to earth uh losing three of the last four. Um Scott Drew will be on with me in the five. Uh, in the 5 o'clock hour, Matt, and so he'll, we'll solve the world's problems. But the Big 12, Good. I don't know if you've heard this, one of the best conferences in the country, okay, the Big 12. I just wanted to share that with you. But, um, I mean, this is exciting stuff, though. The Lions, Niners, Kansas City, Baltimore, but it almost didn't happen. I mean, how about those Packers coming mm. out there? Now, you've gotten used to – Bay Area fog, Bay Area rain, this and that. I mean, I'm not used to a ton of rain out there. Maybe you're getting used to it. But, like, it used to, candlestick would get messy, would get incredibly messy. It was very famous for that. It would not have held up well in that kind of rainstorm, okay? It would have been really ugly. I thought it looked, at least on TV, like levi's fine how you're always down there on the sideline how does that feel does it absorb water really well and i did see some slippage but for the most part it seemed to hold up pretty well
0: it was pretty slick the issue was it didn't rain necessarily super hard but it just rained for hours it was okay. a nonstop rain pretty much from the the first snap at least until halftime And so it just started to build. I mean, you can only do so much to a field, but when it rains for that long, it starts to get slick. I mean, they are lucky. You know, we're not at Candlestick. We're not in San Francisco where it rains harder. You're almost 60 miles south in Santa Clara. So they don't have as many issues, and the fog is never an issue down there. Um, But that's the first regular season game played at home for the 49ers this season where rain was an issue. And Brock Purdy has only had to play in, one game in Cleveland um, and it was a little misty in Philadelphia and that game where he had to deal with rain, but clearly it's been an issue, which is surprising for a guy that played in Ames, Iowa. You know, it's not like they've got great weather during the, the season either, but uh, man, I mean, the ball, he was just topping every throw. I mean, it was straight into the ground. It felt like he had no control of the ball. And for whatever reason, Kyle Shanahan sort of forgot that Christian McCaffrey existed for a quarter or two um, Debo goes out, they're running Jawan Jennings, their third string wide receiver out of the backfield as if he's Debo. And so, uh, there was a lot of issues that the rain and the Debo Samuel injury. Um, you, you saw some flaws from the 49ers offense for sure, but they're lucky to come away with a win. They didn't deserve to come away with a win. Green Bay was the far better team on Saturday, but somehow they got it done. And so live to see another day.
1: Boy, Jordan Love, he's something, isn't he? I mean, he, I, I, I said to somebody, I tweeted about this, that they're going to end up, if he plays 10 years, they'll have had like 40 years of quarterback greatness. You know, teams mm-hmm. and franchises would kill for that. I mean, think about like the Chicago Bears over the years, that they've gone 40 years without a quarterback. I mean, they go to the Super Bowl, and it's like Rex Grossman. you got to go back to Jim McMahon. It's kind of wild how some franchises – just get it right now that was a horrible decision he made yeah to fling that thing across the middle i don't blame him you know why because guess who that was working against the dallas cowboys like every <laughs> time he did that he had like a wide open receiver so i think part of that was but that he'll learn he'll learn and, and move on from that but uh very impressive i mean i like purdy and I, I don't know why people love beating up on Purdy. I mean, he's been incredible. It's,
0: that's a weird. That's a, that's a really weird national beat yeah. up on the guy that's gone to two NFC championships in his first two seasons. And I don't know if it's you know like a Tom. People feel like he's the next. I'm not comparing him to Tom Brady, but you know the draft position and people didn't like Tom Brady, so maybe they don't like Purdy. Love played well. I will. I mean, the, the interception at the end, and then the the Packers got it to the to at least the 25 yard line of the Niners in six of nine of their drives. So to only come away with 21 points, that was tough, but I agree. Love has a ton of potential. I mean, it's going to be annoying. How annoying is that? You know, as people who aren't green Bay Packer fans who can't get a franchise quarterback for so many of these teams and somehow the Packers are going to come away with three straight over, like you said, 40 years. It's just unheard of.
1: Yeah. And uh, what's interesting on, on the purdy thing, I, I don't know how in the world you could not be, uh, impressed with that you know what Shanahan has done with him um wild I kept to keep saying this matchup over and over to make it real <laughs> I mean the lions I, I it's just it's just wild to even imagine it and then I and then the thought of them getting to the super bowl that that would be kind of un, you know I the Bengals was a weird Super Bowl a few years ago. Like I couldn't yeah. even. I, I had to say that over and over again. So how are the like how compromised are the Niners with Debo's situation? You talked about Jennings coming in. I think I saw him make a play late in that game. You know, he at made some an point he catch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a good. That was a good play. I mean, he was getting crushed. There's certain receivers. Have you ever noticed that? You're just like, good gosh, like. Why does that guy always seem to just get annihilated <laughs> out there? And for some reason, Jennings is like one of those guys for me. And maybe Debo's so big and everything, he distributes, he puts out some of that punishment. Um, where is Debo, and how can they function without him? I mean, I, how, do you, how has this team looked like when they've had to go without him?
0: Well, it wasn't good. That was in the midst of their three-game losing streak when they were without Debo. Yeah. Here's what I laugh about, though. You know, you hear the biggest knock on Brock Purdy is, well, how many weapons does he need? He has Christian McCaffrey. He has George Kittle. He has Debo Samuel. Theoretically, maybe, you know, Debo's Devo, absence shouldn't be that big of a deal. He still has Brandon Iyuk, who's a number one wide receiver on most mm. teams on the, in the NFL. He has mm. a top three tight end in the NFL. He has the best running back in the NFL. Uh, and the Lions, by the way, are one of the worst pass defenses in the NFL. So, to me, not having Debo stinks. It's not going to help the Niners at all. You lose a multifaceted player who can do a lot of things and is also a really good blocker. But, I mean, if you, look, if you took these skilled players and put them on most other teams – you wouldn't go, man, we're just missing Debo Samuel from being in the Super Bowl. You're probably going, man, this, this skill set is good enough to get any team to the Super Bowl. So it's going to stink if he can't play. Right now it's 50-50. We're going to get an update tomorrow. He didn't have any structural breaks, which is a huge positive sign because he did fracture his shoulder earlier in the year. But I think if Debo's good to go, it'd probably be more as a decoy. I don't know how often they're going to want him actually taking hits given that they could play for the Super Bowl.
1: Um,
0: But, you know, I don't think his absence is the the main factor in this game.
1: All right. Well, and, I mean, those linebackers for San Francisco, you had posted him knowing uh, even before Love threw that ball back across the middle. I think Greenlaw made a comment, basically, Warner, I mean, I – to me, that speaks to some of these teams that don't value linebacker. Now, the Cowboys had some injuries, but they got into a season and they were just, like, too light at linebacker. I mean, these guys that were they were putting in are not bad players, but literally, like, Damone Clark and somebody Bell, right? They, like, Bell was a safety who uh, they had to kind of convert to linebacker. And it to me, when you watch the Niners – it speaks to man that that's that's a position that never goes out of style we only we love talking about pass rushers and Micah Parsons and then you watch these guys control football games and it just reminds you that hey it may not be all about you know I mean it, it, again pass rush is huge but having dudes who can do what they can do can can erase a lot of mistakes oh yeah I would say,
0: you know, I'll localize this for you, too. Fred yeah. Warner, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys talked a lot about the Houston Texans, Houston Texans and D'Amico Ryans. Fred Warner, you know, they thought could not play linebacker in the NFL because he was too tall. And D'Amico Ryans, who was the D.C. here and linebackers coach for a period of time, said, no, I was a tall linebacker. So, you know, they kept Fred Warner there, and now he's an all-pro. And he's he's probably the most impressive player outside of maybe Christian McCaffrey this year that I've got, you know, I've I've been able to witness his sideline to sideline speed, the way he hits guys, it reminds you of Troy Polamalu hitting someone, but he's playing over the middle and he's playing with his speed. So it's like a guy that hits like Ray Lewis, but can run like Polamalu. It doesn't make any sense. Um, And he actually kind of covers a lot for Dre Greenlaw, who he had an excellent divisional game with the two interceptions, but he's kind of had a down year. And you wouldn't know it because Warner is almost covering for both of them on a lot of plays. Uh, that's how good Fred Warner is. And Dre Greenlaw is great, too. Dre Greenlaw is the enforcer of that defense. Um, you saw it in Philadelphia, you know? He's he's not afraid to get in somebody's face. Um, and they're just a perfect duo. It, it is very reminiscent of the Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman 49er linebackers. Uh, and fans love them. I mean, they're blessed to have those two over the middle. The, the Niners have two incredible cornerbacks in Mooney Ward and Diamador Lenore. And then, you know, although the pass rush didn't get to Jordan Love, you have Chase Young and Nick Bosa as bookends and two really good interior guys as well. So, they're, I mean, when you look at the talent on this team, there's a lot of gold jackets on the, on the field every time the Niners are on it. So, there's no reason, again, I'll kind of go back, there's no reason even without Deebo Samuel, this team shouldn't be advancing this weekend.
1: All right, do you know the other Fred who's already in the Hall of Fame? That was a Niner. Can you name that Fred? A Fred? A defensive player, he yes. He's in the he's in the oh. Pro Football Hall of Fame.
0: No, you're going to have com-
1: to tell me. Fred Dean. Fred Dean, okay? i
0: going to have to do my There's, research on this one. I, yeah,
1: he, yeah, Fred Dean. I think he was number 74, and he was a monster, okay, because – Again, those guys with Montana and everything, they got so much attention. Some of the defenders did not always get as much attention. They were tremendous. God, they had Merton back there from Lake Highlands High School here in Dallas, Texas. Um, yeah, so anyway, um, it's, uh, you get me. I get all nostalgic thinking about these things. <laughs> um, Lions and Niners, Kansas City and Baltimore. Which way are you leaning – uh, Lively on and talking to Matt Lively, CBS Bay Area anchor reporter. He was one of our own and uh, did such a great job over at Channel Six uh, over the years, uh, working with Curtis and others. Um, which way are you? Uh, which way are you leaning on these games? I, you know, I'm not going to pick against the
0: Niners. I've watched too much football. I've seen them be way too good to lose. I, I think there was rust last week. Um, I think the rain didn't help. You got sunny weather. You've now had that punch in the face that they needed. So I'm taking the Niners. The AFC game, you know, I hate to say it, but I think the Niners would struggle with either of those teams in the Super Bowl. And somehow the, the Chiefs have managed yet again to turn it on in the postseason when it matters most. This was their worst regular season with Patrick Mahomes at the helm, and yet here they are back in another AFC title game. But I'm going Baltimore um Ooh. it just really hasn't been close their defense you know they're very similar to the Niners with how many quality guys they have on defense and as, as long as Lamar stays healthy they're going to score points so I'm going to go Niners Ravens right now in the Super Bowl
1: okay um wouldn't that be weird though the Lions I almost want it to happen oh, yeah. I I want 49ers there's going to be more work for you But I I do want you to have that experience because CBS is going to load up. They're going to blow out the budget. And they're going to, you know, we got to get lively. We got to get them out there. It's not that far of a trip. And we got to get them on the ground. So I'm rooting that for you personally. Mahomes, six years as starter, six AFC title games. You know, (laughs) Purdy, who knows if Purdy's on his way to something like that? It is. Good. I mean, we used to say that, you know, you just can't have these kinds of things in the modern day world of free agency. Okay? And yet the the Patriots showed that you can. If you manage things the right way and you manage your you know you you and you get the right quarterback, you can do this. Now, by the way, what do you think of Harbaugh to the Chargers? That thing's picking up steam. And apparently he's got another I mean another I think there's been another interview and they're within shouting distance, according to Mike Garofolo uh, uh, By the way, another big Mosley guy, Garofolo and I used to work together and hang out a lot. But uh, what do you think? What do you think about that match, Herbert? Because it, to me, that would give the Chargers like instant credibility. Like, they, I mean, I again, you might hate this guy, you may hate Harbaugh because he's a cheater or whatever, but he would immediately become one of the top five NFL head coaches, in my I opinion. It.
0: I mean, I-, I thought this was going to happen months ago. As soon as he was suspended the first time at Michigan, and it became pretty obvious that he was going to go to the NFL after the season, it just seems like a match made in heaven. Of all the current openings, I mean, Atlanta's kind of a better job than, than people probably want to give it credit for. As long as you bring in a veteran quarterback, I think it's Belichick and Cousins that end up there together. And then, you know, the Raiders' job is terrible. The commander's job, I don't know how to feel about that. I didn't think the Titans' job was very attractive, and I thought that the hire they made was not very flashy. Um, I think the Chargers is a great gig, and you want a QB whisperer for this guy, Justin Herbert, who you just made one of the highest-paid players in NFL history. So I think Harbaugh's the perfect fit there. You get him back in California, you get him back in the NFL. It seems like people kind of forgot how dominant he was when he was here in San Francisco. So, I love the move. Uh, I, I think for Herbert, I'm sure he's he's begging for a coach like that. Brandon Staley is a D three coach at best, <laughs> in my mind. When you see some of the some of the decisions he was making with the time clock and everything like that, so I love the move.
1: Okay, um, boy, that was good stuff. Uh, by the way, the Arizona AD got fired, uh, and, and yeah, that's that's weird. an interesting deal. And of course, boy, yeah. they're already talking about wanting Mac Roads. That yeah, is his alma mater. I think the Bears. I think he's locked in. I'd like to think so. But um, that's it. That is interesting because uh, that, that to me, that's the one place he would at least have to take a look because that's that's. I mean, he loves that. I mean, that's his home. There's homeland.
0: budgetary issues there, you know, mostly. I think you know, if Mac Rhodes oh, wanted to, uh, yeah. you know, you know, head west. There's another Arizona school that has an AD position available uh so you know he just might want to keep the tires on that um I, you know i think they got to fix that camera situation at the foster pavilion first um that's probably his last big thing to cross off the list you know that in a in a potential job interview they might go what what was happening here yeah. you, know, you, you, you kept scott drew around for so many years you made a great hire with dave aranda what was going on you know with the with the situation up top
1: yeah you get a thousand miles away, and then you get, then you start throwing out all these <laughs> I things. Can't, I,
0: I can't I get s- denied a story now, so I don't care.
1: I, I know. <laughs> oh, they would never deny you access, would they? Okay. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> you, they, they, had an open door policy for you, Lively. Everybody oh, it knows. Channel it. six walls could talk. Oh man, <laughs> it was Curtis's fault. Very controversial. Always, always out there. Blame it on him, Nikki, for sure. (laughs) Um, Okay, what's your outerwear gonna? I mean, it's gonna be probably chilly. Oh, it's a great Uh, question. What do you think? You were talking about fits earlier. Let's talk about your fit for uh, for Sunday's enormous NFC title game. What do you? I mean, this is a big one. This is probably the biggest sporting event uh have you i mean this is this is i guess were you already out there last year in time or not no 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 okay
0: you know, this is probably where most of your your listeners tune out when i start to talk you know when we you and i talk close you'd be proud of me i wore a really nice marine layer overcoat um over you know a button down to tie on saturday i think for this one nfc championship game you got the big dogs in the house with fox i'll probably just be buttoned up good suit and tie good shoes Um, But if we do go to Vegas, you know, I'll have to get a little younger. I really like that. How about that Andrew Whitworth look where he does the hoodie under the suit jacket on Amazon Prime Thursdays? I think that's a heck of a look. And so I might have to invest in that. And then, you know, maybe a couple good peacoats or something like that. I don't know if Vegas is going to get that cold. But I'll be looking into, you know, kind of that realm, getting away from the suit jacket a little bit while I'm out there.
1: I think Whitworth, you can't really use – a big man like that, like a former lineman yeah. when you're you can get away with thin- more
0: than me. Can't be.
1: Well, it's just like everything he does. They're like, Oh, that looks kind of cool. And yeah. and yeah, you need to take advantage of your youth and your, and your, and how thin you are and just keep going. But yeah, you don't, that's going to be a little sloppy if you go with a hood underneath the sport coat. That's not, I don't think that's totally you. But uh, I do love a good hoodie. But I'm just saying, wear that like during the week and stuff. And then, of course, uh, uh, yeah.
0: Of course, well for the game you button up. But unknown to me, I you know there I guess there are some rumblings at my station that if we do go to Vegas, there are some concerns that I might be like a Dennis Rodman character, and you know I might be MIA for 48 hours or so, uh, deep in the dungeons of some casino. So maybe I. Go Rodman look maybe dye the hair get a couple piercings and a couple tattoos um, and just really
1: go off the walls. I've seen your old buddy Chris Williams after a night like that and and <laughs> I I think you're smart enough not to get involved in something like that. But I I've seen him yeah, with Chris, that yeah. with that green look. Now I didn't say you were smarter than him. I don't want to go, I don't want to go that uh, far, were, but I, no,
0: I mean I, I know what you are saying. I got you, you know I, yeah yeah person, but a little bit smarter. I, I, we're on the same page.
1: <laughs> but you know what he did is even when he'd had a, a little bit of a rough fun night, he shows up to take pictures of Mosley and Your Mark. even when he had left us to oh, go man, to the big great. the big streets of Norman and cover the sooners, he came down there to the basement. To get some photos of the Mosley Yormark exclusive, and that was yeah, a great. A, that's a good move. Ah, uh, he's. A, yeah, both you guys are great friends. But all people are always trying to steal you guys from me, and I'm. I'm willing to share. I just like somebody to you know, reach out you, to me. You know, my loyalty lies with Mosley. And hey, talk <laughs> about a hip guy that
0: maybe I should steal an outfit for you know Brett Yormark making the Big Twelve hip. Yeah, you know, we we love to see that whoever they booked for the Big Twelve title concert with Jack Harlow or someone like that. Yeah, you better was, get
1: you, you. better go 50, get you a 50. national job before you start buying those suits he's in. Those are Italian, and <laughs> yeah. I guarantee you yeah. they're not under twenty five hundred to three thousand. Whatever, Ooh. whatever suits we've purchased, we yeah, we're not we're not in the Yormark land.
0: All right, buddy. Yormark's not that, Nordstrom Rack. Okay, understood.
1: <laughs> he's never. He wouldn't know. It's kind of like when I asked him what burn ins were, and he just he just <laughs> his eyes glazed over. He'd never heard the term in his life. Yeah, Good Lord! He
0: was, is the guy the yeah. Big Twelve Conference, the heart of Texas? Oh man!
1: <laughs> all right, hey, have a great have a great Sunday, and uh, really appreciate the time. And I'll talk to you soon. All right, miss you, Mosley. Thanks as always, man. You, you bet, you bet. There he goes, Matt Lively. Oh, one of my young proteges who has gone off uh, and found uh, found all kinds of success out there in the Bay Area.